This is Content Academy. Guys, you ever had that great blogging idea and then went on to forget it? Well, in this episode, we show you how to capture your ideas absolutely anywhere. And we then also go on to give you a six step process to help your blog post go from being a good idea to great article. So for that and a whole lot more, stick around. Yes, hello, and you're very welcome along to the Content Academy podcast. This is episode 68. I'm Phil McGrath, joined as I am every week by Paul Caffrey. Paul, what's up with it? Monetizing oh, I am blog. feeling fantastic. This I've been out Content running, Academy. which is, I think it's overrated. I hear at some point <laughs> it will grow on me. And I'm actually delighted to be podcasting and not running. Yeah. Does, does Although, not... if you're running, listening to this, run faster. Yeah, keep going. It's okay. You can get there. Um, <laughs> and if you're hating your run right about now, we're there with you. We hate it too, if it makes you feel any better. And right now you're thinking, no, it doesn't feel like you're not running. You're sitting in the studio recording a podcast and I'm out here busting my balls while you guys are talking. My my toenails are sore from running. I don't know why that is. <laughs> well, listen at your nipples. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank, always, thank God. Always That's why you should always always run topless. It's no problem then. <laughs> I was going to say always tape them up, but okay, fair enough. <laughs> And before we get into the nuts and bolts of today's show, folks, don't forget that you can still sign up for the 30-minute blogger mini course. It's a free six-part email delivered course that'll teach you how to create better content, drive more traffic, and overall increase the value you bring to your readers. So if that sounds like something you're interested, head on over to content.academy. You'll see a sign up there on the homepage and come and join us. Paul, today's podcast is all about capturing ideas anywhere, even if you're out running. Yes, and I'm the slowest streaker in town. If I come up with an idea, I can take my smartphone out of my pocket and write down that blogging idea and then keep going. Doesn't matter if I'm on a train, airplane, or anywhere else in between. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Yes, and I've used them all. Um, but a lot of people don't do it. They don't use the technology in their pocket. They'll send WhatsApps, you know, they'll yeah. make phone calls, but they won't have the app set up. Um, so, I mean, the reasoning is ultimately coming up. Uh, blogging is a time poor industry. If we if we really look at it for what it is, time is money. And people don't really, well, they shouldn't be spending time sitting down, brainstorming, trying to come up with content ideas. Okay, it's great if we had all the time in the world and we could schedule that in. Fantastic. And sometimes we have to. But typically, we might have a good idea anywhere. Um, we should be able to capture it. And even, blue. Exactly, man. Exactly. And... If we can do that, then that just puts us in a you know in a stronger place. So there is an article on this you know, called you know stop wasting time, capture blogging ideas anywhere. So we'll have a link in the show notes. Yes, and if you want to follow along as we're talking through this, if you happen to sit at a desktop, it's content.academy forward slash episode sixty eight for the show notes. So you'll see the link to the article there. Sorry, Paul, just in case they really want. No, to no, that's that's very helpful, and and I won't go into this too long. But I use some applications. I use some Microsoft applications, which I know you are a huge fan of. You know, um, the talking Apple is negative. Um, so what these <laughs> what these actually do for me is two things. One is OneDrive is the app you can get. I think it's fifteen gig if you recommend. Friend, you get thirty gig of free storage. Um, I, I use I do use the paid version. You get a terabyte of storage. It's very very good. All my all my photos are up there, for example. Um, but what is also uh, well the other app I use is OneNote. So I put these two apps on my 
desktop. I put these two apps on my mobile device and also on my tablet and every other smartphone I use. I'm, I'm guilty of using a couple of smartphones at the same time. Shocking, I know. And what it, what it does mean is they're all in sync because they're all cloud-based. So that means as I am you know, running or crawling or whatever I'm doing, I have the idea, phone pops out of the pocket, I can type it in there. And then when I get back to a desk and I've managed to regain my breath, I can then actually go, oh yeah, I had that idea there for a blog post, it's fantastic. So that can then enter into my blogging process. And I suppose, Phil, blogging process, you are a fan of this, aren't you? I'm a big fan of every process. I think you should have a process for everything because once you get into a routine of doing things, it's less likely that you're going to forget them. And obviously, if it's a good process, it improves the value and the quality of everything you do. But uh, your process is slightly different to mine um, yes. simply because I don't like it with the, the, some of the tools you use because I just can't use them properly because I'm, I don't know, a neophile. I'm not so sure. But uh, talk me through yours, Paul, because I, <laughs> I do like yours. I just can't do it yeah. the way you do it. Yeah, well... I'll tell you what, let's use the example of capturing ideas anywhere. So how I wrote this blog post um, and, uh, you know, we we plan our content in advance. So we were coming up with ideas for blog posts uh, and we wrote version, we wrote blog posts, let's say, in, um, you know, Q1 of this year. Um, and uh, around that time, I would have been coming up with ideas. You'd have been coming up with ideas. We were just writing content, just getting it out there piece of content today just to, to get get the traffic up on the site and get more people uh, i suppose onto our email list and onto our facebook page whatever you know so um what that did mean is you know we, we're churning out high volumes of content which is something we're no strangers to we've done it many times over the year at one point you know we or over the years i should say there was 40 50 pieces of content coming out uh, when we were talking about football it was a little bit easier because you know the football it gave you the content to write, if you will. There was always a news, there's always a story, there was always something happening. Um, so when we're looking at blogging, be it for ourselves, for a business, a personal online site, whatever, whatever it is, if we're not following the news, typically we have to come up with content and ideas ourselves. How to build and monetize your blog. This is Content Academy. I would have, uh, I've got six different sections within my notebook and one is for, the first section is for ideas, then I've got research, then I've got draft, oh sorry, then I've got keywords and I've got draft, then I've got editing and then I've got proofreading. So these are the stages mm. that my blog post goes through. And this is something which is always evolving. So the first thing is I'll come up with idea. So I'll have an idea for a blog post. and Right, so it's, be, half, it's half 10 at night, you're sitting on the yes on the couch yeah yes and you get an idea yeah so you bang it into your smartphone it goes into your OneNote. yes goes into one open up one then it syncs then it syncs with your OneDrive, and then yes. when you get off the couch, couch you go to your laptop and you open that up and there's your idea yes right so now we've got a follows idea. me brilliant right so your idea is there then you've got another six steps to go. Am I right? That's what you're saying? Yes. And with the, with the idea, uh, I would typically ask it a couple of questions. You know, what does this idea solve? You know, how does this help people? What is the, what are the resources needed? How much time? Is there anything else going to be needed? You know, just a couple of questions just to filter it very, very quickly. Because if I very quickly establish, I don't think this idea is actually helpful to anybody. 
Ooh, I might not even get to the research stage. I might even qualify that straight away. But let's say I go, um, yeah, how to capture ideas anywhere. Okay, yeah, that could be valuable because I know not a lot of people and not everyone is are doing it. So um, then I kind of come along and I go, okay, well, you have been promoted. You are now into the research tab. So with research, typically I would search a couple of podcasts on the topic. I would search a couple of YouTube videos and I would search the first page of Google and any interesting content from Google, I would paste in. The link gets pasted in with it, so then I can always go back to the source and quote them in my article. Yeah, I like that feature. That's one of the things I do like about OneDrive is that when you paste anything into your OneDrive, it automatically copies the link, the original source, so you can, if you do copy it, at least you remember where it came from, and then you can credit the original source. So that's one of the few things that I really like about it. Yeah, it's, it's handy. It just saves a bit of time. And then the other, I suppose the other thing, YouTube videos that you embed, they will play within the notebook too. So yeah, you maybe don't have to click in. It is, but it is nice. And <laughs> as regards podcasts, um, well, another thing I used to do, and I've kind of stopped doing it, is you can actually just hit the microphone button, be it on your iPhone or even on your computer, and you can actually just talk and, and capture your audio. Or you could even capture a video of yourself as well if you want to have a video of yourself explaining it. Uh, it takes up a lot of memory on your phone so i've kind of stopped doing it because of that because i just ended up going why is my phone so full it's like it's 64 gig space and, and then i realized oh well my OneNote is as absolutely monstrous because i've got all this audio yeah. and video file that's, that really isn't needed and that's one of the things i've noticed since we started vlogging i obviously i use my phone um as a vlogging camera and it just eats the memory yeah and it's it's a bit of a pain really so i'm actually having i'm in the process of getting a second external hard drive just for capturing just for storing videos for me to edit them because we're turning that much video content out with a daily vlog you can imagine whatever gets in and there's a lot of content that doesn't it's yeah just, we're, up, space. we're up on about 47 48 vlogs and i think i've pretty much gone through a one terabyte hard drive yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that really. Um, so if anyway. we look, if we, yeah, I know we digress. So if we talk about the the next day, so I've done the research, that's fine. I've now got a little bit of a skeleton of a blog post. So I'd, I typically at this point, I'd kind of, you know, I, I might even map out how the blog post is going to look, what the introduction, maybe what the five or six different sections, what the conclusion is, if I'm thinking about doing a video. So I've got an idea in my mind as regards what that blog post is going to be. Now, the next step is a difficult hurdle to jump for people beginning and even people at the intermediate stage of blogging, and it is researching keywords to target. So if you feel very scared of that or you're not sure how to take it on, the 30-minute blogger course does cover that, and you can get free access on content.academy today. You can also Google it. There's a lot of, lot of other resources out there. Now, if that's something you don't want to get bogged down in, don't let that become a procrastination excuse and a yeah. reason not to put content out there. But if you're kind of heading towards intermediate, advanced, and you want to start ranking on top of Google for your blog posts, check it out. And that, that's where we're at. We, we, you know, we'd be looking mm. at, at that because that obviously gives the best bang for the book. So I spend a bit of time researching, you know, keywords, and that can sometimes slant the article as well. It might give me a way. Maybe I'll go a little bit more positive, yeah, a little bit was, more negative. I was just about to ask about that. But when it comes to the keyword research, can that then impact on what you actually thought your original idea was? If you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely it can. And it might give me I might go a different slant at it and I might present the content in a slightly different way. So it'd be a video or 
you know, maybe as I'm saying, how to capture, you know, ideas anywhere, you know, in the research, I might realize, oh, okay, well, there's a gap here. How to use, you know, free apps on your iPhone to capture blogging ideas. Mm. You know, there's, it, it gets searched from time to time, but then the competition is low. So, yeah. you know, that, that's the sort of stuff where it kind of, I suppose it niches down the search that the keyword term and, and then that, that flavors how you will write, because ideally you'd like to know the keywords that you're going to try to go after before you start writing. Because at this point I haven't written, I haven't blogged. I haven't done anything really. I've just, I've done, I've done the research and I've done that, but I haven't written it. And that's the next stage. Yeah. And so the you've, nice got thing a, is, you've got your, you've got your, uh, your keywords, um, in there now. So it was, I mean, if, Taken yeah. on, you you now know what your keywords are. You're happy with your idea. You've done your research. Um, are we close to writing? This is this is the where it begins. This is this first stage, next stage of writing. Um, so what I would do is, and for example, because this is in your cloud, I was actually um, I suppose not to show off, but I was lucky enough to go to Switzerland over the Easter break. Um, Mrs. falls asleep next to me. I'm on a flight for three hours. Didn't bring my laptop. It is a rule. You follow. I think you you follow this as well, don't you? If you're, if it's you know, say family time, but family time you're going away with friends, you're switching off. I switch off. I, I leave the laptop at home because I use it so much. So I didn't have it with me. Yeah. I was kind of thinking, oh, I should have brought it with me. I could have just popped it out now and worked away. Yeah. If I um, brought if I'd have brought it with me, it would have been thrown off the plane. <laughs> there you go. It would have been free falling um, from ten thousand feet. <laughs> well, there's a vlog in there somewhere. Turn on the <laughs> camera. Um, so basically, I was I jumped in and I started editing. You know how to capture ideas anywhere on my iPhone. So I popped it out and I just started typing away. And now look, not ideal because you are you know your thumbs are writing the article, but at the same time, I was able to get nearly a thousand words done written you know so uh or I'll, let's say I'll, I'll bang in I'll, I'll have time in, in the week to go okay well i'm going to i'm going to do some writing i'm going to get a draft the first draft of content so this is what i'd start i start writing and at this point i would just write and write and write i try stick to the framework that i've come up with but if i deviate from it, i'm not going to beat myself up i'm going to keep going the idea is for me to create as much content as i can uh, on the topic and much original content so um and, know, it's, is, and it's only your first draft yeah, and that's it, you know. And this is something another tip that you you actually gave me, and I've started doing. Um, I used to use Dragon Naturally Speaking software. I could never catch the Irish accent at all. Um, but I I I would sometimes I might just talk into my i my iPad or my iPhone. Yeah, and, I'm sorry, just cut across. I'm a big fan of that. That's how I generally will knock out my first draft of almost every article. Um, because my first draft is just to get something that I can start to mold and shape. Um, so as yeah. quick as I can to get that onto onto paper, basically. I, so I find the dictation on the um iPhone is particularly good, better than the dictation on the Mac. Um, so I would dictate it into my iPhone and then email it across to myself. There you go. Anyway, sorry. And I mean, there's, there isn't really a great dictation software on, on Windows at the moment, on Microsoft. So Windows 10 is Cortana. They're going to be integrating that, but they've tried on betas and it hasn't really worked. So, you know, even if you... With, with the apps, the phones, they are typically really, really good. So uh, you can just have your phone and just be talking. And it's nice, isn't it? Like sometimes I'm tired. I don't want to be looking at a computer screen, but I'm happy just to talk and get through it. So again, I'm at the point now where I'll have a first draft. This is Content Academy. I'll leave it there. I'll go away. I'll, I'll do something else. I might even leave it a couple of days because I'm planning content in advance. Thankfully, I'm, I'm not under the pressure that I used to be where I have to get this yeah. all created in one go. Um, I'll typically come along and I'll do a second 
um, draft of it, I suppose. And this is where I kind of cut away a lot of uh, content uh, in this in this point where I'm kind of I'm not I'm not editing it, but I'll do a second draft. I'll tidy that draft up, and um, at that point, then um, I'll kind of I'll have the bones of the blog post. It's pretty much this is really you know this is not to say that this is like the first first draft if you mean if it's yeah. like this is like a, a I don't know, middle draft but i can't think of a better name for it but it's it's basically uh, I get you. it's it's not gonna, it's not, not going to change yeah it's not going to change yeah. too much it might need to be slightly reworded where it's a bit too wordy or a bit too mouthy mm. and just the the language isn't quite right or just yeah i i get it the emotion isn't there or the connection you just need to kind of shape it a little bit and kind of push yeah. it in the right direction but essentially the thought process that was there when you were writing it is still very much the same for what's going to come out in the final draft. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, then I move on to the editing process. And uh, we spoke at length, be it in, you know, on courses that we've delivered or, you know, various places that attention is really difficult to get. So I'll come along uh, and during the editing phase, I'll work through the content. I'll edit it. I'll get rid of let's say word i might use this i'm guilty of using the same words over and over again so i i look at variations so grammarly is good for pointing out variations that you can use or just use a thesaurus or just read it and change the wording around Mm. um i'll try shorten sentences again guilty of doing over uh, doing extremely long sentences and then i'll also look at well can i say this shorter i mean yes the message is on point but does is it needed and and sometimes i might come along and actually get rid of the first paragraph of my content that i've created or maybe even two paragraphs because for whatever reason when we write we tend to try set up our blog posts and well i mean an interesting thing that i like to do is i look at a blog post and i kind of go where can i start reading that i'd be able to get through this and it would make sense and so that's uh, that's a piece so at this point i'm i'm cutting it down uh, and i'm getting it to a point where it's it's less and then applying some things to it which i think are key so i know phil you're a big advocate of a hook so what's that first sentence you know what is the hook how are you going to enthrall the reader get them in so i will spend a bit of time trying to come up with a good first line and you and you kind of um, you have to i mean you've got fifth like i mean the the average person must spend 15 seconds it's 15 seconds they're going to be on that blog post. So you've got to be very, very mm. It's got to be the hookiest hook yeah. you can think of. Yeah, and I mean, even as I just, as we're talking about this, you know, capture ideas anywhere. My first line is, you know, want to get worse at blogging? Ignore technology. And that's basically it. You know, yeah. that, I mean, and again, it's kind of thrown something at, you know, you want, you know, you want to improve, capture blogging ideas anywhere. And, and then I kind of get into it and I'll, I'll do a bit of a statement development. I'll mm. kind of say, you know, why the why the content is valuable and why why you should keep reading. And I'll summarize what you're going to get because even if you don't read my content, I'd like for you to be able to know what's what it's what that post is going to be about. Now, we do like to kind of keep the magic to the end and kind of want to have a grand unveiling, but we're not unveiling an iPhone here. We are simply trying to create a valuable blog post. So there is no motivation for people to stick around. There is no motivation for them to take a phone out of the box because you don't have that. (laughs) Don't play hide and seek with the folks. They won't seek. And you'll be be left hiding. 
Yeah, Kettle Forever, 24. 24. Okay. Um, so at that, then, and then I suppose the other, I mean, yeah, I mean, in conclusion, as you always say, put a conclusion in. I will just, even if I don't have it in, I'll purposely put it in, in conclusion. So that's how I know that is to, to wrap it up. Um, I will look at formatting, trying to get formatting right so I know what's going to be, you know, headers, subheaders. And this is probably the most, initially was the most painful part, but it's become quite easy and actually a little bit of fun. I will come up with 10 to 20 headlines per article. Some of them are dreadful, but you will be surprised when you force yourself to come up with a headline, 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 um, you uh, you do you then eventually come across something which is, is worth sharing. Finding your voice, building your tribe, increasing engagement. This is Content Academy. I actually just picked into the headlines. So, I mean, some of them here um, that I had was, you know, how to set up a digital, a blogging digital notebook. Stop wasting time and capture ideas. And okay, that's the one I used. Um, how to use Microsoft OneDrive and OneNote for blogging. How to set up two free apps and save time blogging. You know, capture ideas anywhere and never waste time blogging again. And, and so on, so forth. It goes on. I like the on, two so apps on, actually. We must, I like that two apps on. Dust that one off. Let's put that into the social media and see how that performs. I like that. Ah, ah, Philly, you got it. That's it, man. It's not wasted because the ones that are good, social promotion, present in your article slightly differently, but again, a little bit of a hook, you know? Yeah, and just so. to give people an idea, what we'll do with that is we'll use that headline in our social promotion. We'll do a variant on the image that the featured image for that article. So we'll have created another image to go with that. And we'll just slightly tweak the message that goes in the body. Um, so you may see both of them side by side and not necessarily realize they're the same article, or at least if you've seen it, it's not going to piss you off that much as you're thinking they're just peddling the same crap constantly. Yeah, and, and the reason for that is because we, we've delivered it in a different way. So, for example, another one I have here is how to set up a six-step blogging process, save time and get more traffic. You can see why that headline didn't quite make it, but if there was a graphic very or wordy. very... Yeah, it was too wordy, it was too long. So I was like, oh, next. But, you know, a six-step blogging process... That's completely different to what, what the article is actually called, you know, capture ideas anywhere. Mm. Um, but then it's it's not it's not a false economy because it is giving you both uh, of those pieces of value. But maybe one is important to you and the other isn't. So, uh, again, you know, it, it's that's the I mean, that's the headline. Or that's the headline. So at that point, then um, I would transfer the content into the our WordPress blog and I would leave it there as a draft and purposely come back and proofread it preferably a few days later yeah i mean giving a time to gestate it is probably the biggest tip when it comes to editing content that you can give anybody um because essentially when you read what you wrote your brain actually reads what it thinks it wrote not what you actually wrote so the more time you can leave between the writing and the editing the less likely you are to remember word for word what you wrote therefore you'll actually read what's on the page it's science. Mm, science. I can do science, me. I can, um, do, I can do science, me. Yeah. What was that? Um, that was some sort of program. I can't remember now. It was, yeah. Yeah. What was it called? It probably was called that, wasn't it? Brainiacs. Um, Brainiacs or something. Yeah. Wasn't? Brainiacs. Brainiacs. Yeah. yeah. There you All go. these people pretended to be Brainiacs. But uh, Phil, I have a science degree, but you didn't know that. Anyway, let's move. <laughs> let's move swiftly on. <laughs> he does have a science degree, I, folks. He's I, did, not I didn't get it from that TV program. Um, so if we, um, I mean, if we look at that, then once it's proofread, I might read it backwards as well, 
and then it's ready to go out there. You know, best practice would be for me to get you to have a read through it. Um, typically, I don't. We don't always do that. Let's you know. Let's be frank yeah, about no, that. We honest, talk we about it. We say we should, but we do. We don't always do that. Um, sometimes we might read each other's content and maybe point out an error here or there. That's kind of reduced because we start using software, which is kind of spotting a lot of the. the I just Grammarly is quite good for spotting a lot of yeah. the the bad mistakes um and then yeah then the blog post is out there like that sounds like a lot of work doesn't it like that when, when people are listening to this going that is uh, that's gonna take me ages but the truth is it's much much quicker and i produce more content because i you know if there's i schedule in time to get blog posts through this process uh, and then they get completed so mm. for example we've got a blog post that is i've got a blog post i should say that's due out on thursday and I'm just looking at my board. Um, yeah, I have I have Wednesday to basically go through and, and proofread it. So I've got a draft sitting there. Now I might tweak that draft a little bit maybe early tomorrow and yeah. then come and, and proofread it then later in, in, in the evening time. Now that's the day before it's being published. So even if I got to a point where um, you know I didn't get the proofread on the on the Wednesday um, and the Thursday comes along, well then I can proofread it and I can still look at posting it. It's not a case of me coming along and going, well Phil has scheduled me into blog post out here on Thursday and she's I don't even know what I'm going to write about. We've decided what I'm going to write about about you know six weeks ago. Um, I've had plenty of time to come up with ideas and variations on the post, research keywords, work the blog through the process. So really when it gets to it. And um, publishing a blog post is, is not a stressful thing anymore. And it used to be a stressful uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it did. And and that's it's one of the things I've said before, and I'll say it again, folks. You know, blogging can feel an awful lot like chasing your tail at times. That it's a it's a merry-go-round that never stops. You're continually chasing your tail, trying to get content out there, trying to promote it, trying to build engagement, trying to manage softwares and systems and everything else. And it's very hard to get ahead of yourself. And it's even harder to get ahead of yourself if you don't know what's coming. So by planning out your content and knowing what you have to do, like I know the content I'm creating for the next 12 weeks. Well, I did when we started the Q2, like we had the next 12 weeks planned out. So once I know that, I can get ahead of myself. I mean, as, as we're recording this, this is a this is a Tuesday. Um, I publish my articles on a Tuesday. Paul publishes him his on a Thursday. I already have um my i'm gonna say i'm gonna call it a third draft um of next tuesday's article already written and sitting there so it's pretty much written i just need to put it through my process um before it goes live but i'm ahead of myself i can do that La this tuesday the article that went live today i actually had ready last week including my video i even had so much time i made an infographic to go along with that because i wasn't under pressure and I was able to create images and do a whole lot more that I wouldn't have had the time to do if I was literally under the gun at the clock trying to trying to beat the buzzer. Yeah, if you would have gotten 350 words out there, it wouldn't have been great, wouldn't have had a great value proposition, and then no. bang, onto the next post. Oh, why am I not getting, why yeah, am I, I not getting what I deserve here? Exactly. Well, you kind of are. And, and that's, that's the thing we don't like to admit. Yeah, and that's the big thing. So, but you're right, dead right, Paul. By planning it out, you can try and get ahead of yourself and stop that feeling like you're chasing your tail because we've been there and you just get dizzy and you get sick and then you stop. Yeah, that's it. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. Just knock it on the head. Right, so there you um, go, folks. Microsoft OneDrive and uh, OneNote will help you to capture ideas anywhere and then implement Paul's process from there. Again, if you want to follow that process, you can head on over to the show notes. There's a link to that article. It's content.academy forward slash 
episode 68. Paul, anything to add before we bid adieu to the good folks? No, just that if over on content.academy, there is our mini course, which actually goes into that in a little bit more detail as well. So if the blog post is interesting to you, you are able to get free access to a whole lot more. And that course is based around how you can save time and get more traffic to your blog. You know, the two things at once, which are kind of contradictory, but yes, they are possible. Um, and this is kind of like an insight into one part that we, we've discussed today. So if this is interesting and you like it, we do a whole lot more. So go and get yourself free access to that. All you've got to do is give an email address and get the odd email, which is sometimes funny and sometimes not from myself. And Phil, <laughs> absolutely. Mm, I just need some work. <laughs> yeah, but mine are absolutely average. <laughs> so average weekly emails for great content that's going to change how you blog but no look in all seriousness thank you very much for taking the time to listen phil thank you very much for taking the time to accompany me on this show and i am looking forward to number 69 yeah we'll chat to you next week there's a joke in there somewhere but i'm not going to touch it you have been listening to the content academy podcast if you would like to comment on any of today's show or subscribe to the series Find us at content.academy forward slash podcast.